Hello, my name is Thelma. I am the director of Provokeness to Wholeness, which is a faith-based outreach, transformational, radical ministry. I'm in Tennessee. I have something I want to share with you today, and that is forgiveness. Forgiveness is something many do not want to do. But on life journey, we're going to be faced with it. I believe that. I'm going to share some things with you that help me. That's the only reason I'm sharing them, because they help me. Let's talk about forgiveness. It says your challenges are opportunity to define who you really are. I can believe that. I can believe it. It says all memory of childhood sexual abuse have to be hidden because the act has to be hidden. This concealment is the glue that holds the web of abuse together. Hidden memories are revealed and the glue dissolves, helping become possible only through forgiveness. We must pray and ask God for a forgiving heart. Learn about the person who wronged you. Wonder what happened in their life. What other circumstances were involved? Forgiveness is a spiritual first aid kit, helping the wound to heal and allow us to journey through life in a spiritual, healthy way. Try to understand what prompted the person to do what he or she did. Don't you feel guilty because the enemy wants you to feel this way. Jesus said, Father, forgive them because they know not what they do. She should make him, I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. Harboring anger in your heart makes you feel as if you're getting revenge. In fact, it only destroys you. Pride tells you to get back at them. Pride said, look what they've done to you. Read Ephesians, the book of the Bible, the fourth chapter, 31, 32. Forgiveness unlocks heaven's doors, not faith alone. Until we deal with the root, it will not change. And as you all know, from brokenness to wholeness is a root ministry. The, we ultimately will be defeated in our attempts to change. We must deal with the root of the problem. We must take responsibility to become the charge of our change and not focus on what happened to us. We must decide to quit blaming others. We must relieve what others have done to us. We must decide to quit waiting for everybody else to change when we need to change ourselves. This is about I. This is a great tool for us to change. We must open our heart for God to have his way regardless of how it might hurt. Romans 12 says, Why mine? One must want to change. Taking responsibility does not mean to blame ourselves for what happened. It really means to what needs to be done and telling ourselves, I'm going to do this. It is not easy, but we have to get there. We're talking about forgiveness. Let, let me give you an example. This is a story about a girl that was attacked at the age of 15. And for 20 years, she tried to hide this by stating it was just a dream. When she became 35 years old, she finally realized that this was not a dream. This really happened to me. 
But until we deal with the root, as I said before, of the problem, we will ultimately be defeated in every attempt to change. After a while, it seems as if things are never going to change or get any better. Unforgiving spirit destroys respect. If allowed to go unchecked, it can dissolve the loyalty, even the sense of duty. Here's what an unforgiving spirit does. It's necessary to hold a marriage together during difficult times. For those who can foresee no better circumstance in this life, they often chose to escape by taking their own life, suicide. I was suicidal uh, four decades ago. So, search is the power and the poison of an unforgiving spirit. Is it any wonder that frequently it's so difficult to look at the child, the little wounded child within us? We'll say, I don't like you. I said it to my inner wounded child. I don't like you. I thought that I would never see you again. I thought I had put you so far from me that I would never have to deal with you again and your pain. You're the one who did something wrong so many years ago. The person doesn't want the wounded person doesn't want to deal with. The wounded child lived in the past until she dialogued with that child. She's never connected with the present. The wounded child is always the age that she was when the damage occurred and never matured until she had been delivered. I know how to reject her. This is the grown-up person talking to the wounded child. I know how to reject her. I know how to hate her. And certainly I know how to ignore her. But I do not know how to love us. Part of our inability to love our inner wounded child can be tracked back to our mother, who, because she did not know love herself, was never able to show the child how to love. This was a study that was done, and it was done on monkeys. Say, immediately after birth, the experience took the female baby from their mother, and the baby was raised without mother, no love. When the baby reached the age for mating, they was introduced to male monkeys. Many of the male, many of the female didn't know how to mate. The female who did actually mate had babies, and it was this generation of monkeys that were followed in the study. They deprived mothers. These deprived mothers was found to be incapable for mothering babies. They were totally ignored, and the baby was deprived of the monkey. The baby was deprived, divided into two groups emotionally. One group has an artistic type of behavior, just wandered around aimlessly, unable to learn their normal skill, a mental disorder, and withdrew from uh, reality. The other group was known as the pokers. They would poke their mother until she gave them some response. The response may have been negative, such as hitting the baby in return, but the baby wanted some attention from the mother, and that's what they got. Listen to this example. A woman had been abused by one man. She became angry, and she said, "You, All of you men are just alike. None of you are any good. You're just dogs. And this is another true story. The husband left his wife with the two sons and moved away. And the, and the mother, the wife was very angry. One of the sons looked like her, 
She loved him. But the son that looked like his father, she was very abusive toward him. Unforgiveness is connected with bitterness. And bitterness you have to get rid of also. Let's go through these steps right here. I think it's about 10 of them. It says select a time where you can, you're going to go to work now. Select a time where you can be alone for a season. Pray and ask God to bring to your mind all of the people that you need to forgive and the event that you need to forgive them for. Make a list of everything God brings to your mind, even if it seems trivial. Do not rush through these steps. Allow yourself to meditate and let God speak to your heart. Take two chairs, arrange them facing each other. Set yourself in one of the chairs, and you're doing this in your mind, and bring the other person to the other chair. Imagine that the first person on your list is sitting in that chair. Say everything you can remember that that person has done to hurt you. You can't just think it. You must say it to be effective. Do not hold back the tears and emotion. Chose by the act of your will to forgive that person once and for all. God will bring it out for his glory. You're being a tool in God's hand, in the hands of God. You may not feel like forgiving, but that's all right. Just do it, and the feeling will follow. God will take care of that. Do not doubt what you have done is real and it's valid. Release, release the person from the debt you feel is owned to you by that offense. Say to them, you are free. You're forgiven. If the person is still a part of your life, now is a good time to accept the individual without wanting to change aspect of personality or behavior. Everything should be over. We must choose to view our circumstances and hurt as choose to be used by God for His glory. We know peace. This says, we know peace. No matter how far down the scale we've gone, we all see our experience can benefit others. The, re- the feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our neighbors. We will self-seek- our self-seeking ways will slip away. Our whole attitude and look out on life will change. Fear of people, economic insecurity will leave you. I experienced this, you all. I know this is true. We will intuitively know how to handle situation which uses, used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Listen at the 12 rewards that you will have. Say you have hope instead of desperation. True. Faith instead of despair. True. Courage instead of fear. True. Peace of mind instead of confusion. True. Self-respect instead of self-contempt. True. Self-confidence instead of helplessness. True. The respect of others instead of their pity and contempt, true. A clean conscience instead of a sense of guilt, true. Real friendship instead of loneliness, true. A clean pattern of life instead of purposely existing, true. Love and understanding of our family instead of their doubt and fear, true. The freedom of happy, of a happy life of the, from the bondage of this world, true. Total forgiveness 
involve additional elements, praying for God helping to reign on the lives of our offenders. Love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Search St. Matthew 5.44 The quality of love, this quality of love is expressed by giving. Bless the enemy. Do well to them. Pray for them. Loving an enemy involves doing well towards that enemy in order to win him over to Jesus Christ. Because you all, that's what it's about. Finally, I'll come for us. We will be delivered. We are made new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 With God's help, we will be forgiven. This means chosen not to retaliate, hate, reject, or get even with the person who offended us. To forgive is to set a person free and discover that the person is you. I am made new. You will say, I am free. Thank you, Jesus. We are going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not regress, regret the past, nor will we shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity. We hear that all the time. Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change and the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. We will be able to enjoy serenity. Make a list of things that you have done for which God has forgiven you. This will put you in tune with forgiveness and reality, putting us in the right frame of mind. Ask God to view that person who has wronged you as a tool in the hand of God. God has something to work within our life. We must go on the positive side of the situation. Now we can be in control. Remember when Joseph, how Joseph's brothers did him in the book of Genesis? They did him terrible. Tools in God's hand. Get rid of bitterness. Ask God to forgive you for your bitterness toward other person. Decide in your own heart to assume total responsibility for your attitude. We may have only two choices. To get rid of bitterness, we can't allow bitterness to destroy us. Or we can ask God to help us concerning that person. Forgiveness is a deep process. It goes beyond just talking. It's a process where we have to go deep into the darkness of our soul because we're trying to get to the root. This says we discover the truth. Through God's grace, we discover the root of bitterness. We gain insight to why we act the way we do. We're able to see the connection between the past and the present. Now let's get rid of bitterness. When the root of bitterness has been growing for a long time, it removed is not always instant. It takes time to heal. Now let's recover from bitterness. To recover from bitterness means to get back or to regain what we had. Getting rid of getting rid of bitterness is a step by step step process that leads toward emotional liberation and spiritual freedom. In our mind and how we really deal with it, we do this by releasing the person we are releasing ourselves. Just make a list. Make a list of the ways in which that person has affected you. Make a list of your fault. The Word of God will let us know about our own self, why we're still blaming someone else. 
Thank you, Dr. Maples, for such a great, great, great article of forgiveness. And this I have experienced myself. And I'm Thelma. And that was seven years ago. And it actually works. It's, I mean, I turned around and became a whole new person. And I am so happy. It'll work for you. Share it for me. Share it with your friend, uh, your enemy, someone that you know that may be struggling with some past hurt that they have. I promise you, if they will follow what I put place on this podcast, if they would follow that, they will come out of it. And they will be the beneficiary of such great power, peace, happiness, joy. I know what I'm talking about. Some things I had to experience, I guess, to know. Thank you for listening. Have a good one.